Then, then of course, same DM. There was the infamous scroll suppository slip up. (laughs) (laughs) It was supposed to be repository. (laughs) But he went for the alliteration instead. (laughs) It came out scroll suppository. Awesome. (laughs) All right, Marty, I need you to take this scroll and put it way up your butt, all the way up in there, (laughs) all the way. Oh, gee. Gee, Gee, Rick, Rick, I don't know if I can do that. Rick, is that a is is that a medicated scroll suppository? Because my, my evil back door is just burning like crazy right now. <laughs> evil back door. <sighs> oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Episode. 304. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. Woohoo! And no internet people. Well, no people talking on the internet. Except, unless, except unless for we us have, unless we talking have audio. and you're listening to us on the internet right now. Welcome to MetaBurger. <laughs> no. No? I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are on NerdBurger. How's it going, Craig? Oh, pretty good. Here we are in the middle of winter. Yes, it's very exciting here. Middle of January. In Georgia. In it's it's Brownja. Georgia. J A W J U H. Everything's brown. We don't even get snow to cover up the brown. It's just brown. Perhaps we need some music to cheer us up and maybe we do. Remove the uh I'm feeling down. It's so brown. The oppressive weight of January in Georgia. Ooh. My spirits have pepped up slightly. You can tell because his his neck sack has inflated. (laughs) (laughs) And And he is now showing his plumage and presenting his buttocks. No, and <laughs> not do that. Is engorged. No, <laughs> neither of those things. No. Welcome back, Josh. Hello. That's true. Mike never presents them, and his buttocks are always engorged. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wait, what? <laughs> Welcome aboard, Josh. Thanks for stopping by. That sounds like that sounds like I'm thanking you for the end of the episode. That's yeah. not the case. Great to have you here. Kind of wishing it was at this. Point. Whoa, yeah, it's been a long day. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh how's everything? Yeah, why do I have to poop now? What? <laughs> My buttocks are engorged. <laughs> Power of suggestion. Y- you started it down this path, Craig. Mm-hmm. I did. All aboard the engorgement. Engorge train. <laughs> engorge trolleying the train. <laughs> all aboard all aboard the rocket ship engorged. All engorged! There you go. <laughs> there we go. I was looking around for the joke. There it was. Hey, Josh, how's it going? <laughs> it's going fine. My microphone stand is being weird. I'm getting loose. <laughs> is it so loose? Do you are, need we, a, are we supposed to talk to our guests now? Do you, do you, need, a, do you need a Phillips head over there? <laughs> to tighten that up. <laughs> Socket wrench. <laughs> What, do you, what have you I see, I see a I see a hex bolt there somewhere. I don't know if that's what's causing the problem. Anyway, hey, Josh. The, the episode in which everything falls apart. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen one of these times. We're just going to be sitting here and all of a sudden... <laughs> everything's going to fall on the drum and there's just going to be continuous drum stings of things falling off the table. <laughs> the table collapses. The, the laptops burst into flames. The mics fall over. <laughs> Well, this table is Ikea. I don't know what the shelf life for one of those is. We did put it together ourselves. So. Going on six years now. Yeah, they don't even sell this one anymore, so I, we can't... Uh, oh, it's a collectible. Not this... <laughs> well, they they don't sell it in this finish, so we can't... Yeah, like, collectible. I can't match it. I have If I buy a new table, I have to buy two new tables. No, you just buy a new and table. And you, you get put, this one. And then you put it in here, and we call it eclectic. No, no. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still wanting um, all of our guests to help with the interior design. Maybe we do that one first instead. Anyway, <laughs> what's new with you? We'll let you talk for real this time. Okay. Oh, not not a ton. Uh, 
actually been keeping up with stuff coming out in the theaters reasonably well. So saw the new saw into the spider verse and saw the uh bumblebee the new the actually good bayformers transformer movie <laughs> he's still involved he's he's a producer and it's hypothetically tied to the timeline he established but it's it's uh, at the beginning of everything it's before everything that's already it, happened, it's before right? everything in the direct it's an, it's an 80s movie yeah it's set in the 80s, and the director is Travis Knight, who worked with a studio like, uh, who's so Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings, like, good stuff. And like I said, there's finally a good uh, Transformers live-action movie out in the world. <laughs> they just got rid of everything about the other Transformers movies? It, it, it's, yeah, they went back to classic designs. More and they, and they for, jumped for on the, the 80s nostalgia bandwagon? Yeah, there's that. And, and, and as someone described it, uh, I saw it described online was that with Bumble being like the main uh, character, Charlie, it, it's basically a girl and her horse movie. Only the horse is Bumblebee in this case. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Daddy, I want a pony. <laughs> You'll get a car and like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a, OK. It's a girl and her space robot Volkswagen. <laughs> right. That's what that is. Right. Bumble, Bumblebee's not a, not a Volkswagen. He he actually is in this one. Oh, he's in this one. They, okay. they went back to the classic designs for the most part in okay. this one. Because in the other movies, he's they didn't make him a Volkswagen. Yeah, kind of for the opening. They they was he a Camaro? Was that? And the Camaro is referenced. Okay. I, I will say that. But uh, yeah, the opening you just you kind of get to see the war on Cybertron, and then. A bunch of the Autobots escape and Bumblebee ends up on Earth. And so, like, most of the movie is him and these two uh, triple changers hunting him. Uh, uh, one of whom I think is original to the movie, uh, Shatter, voiced by Angela Bassett, who is <laughs> probably the coolest character in the movie. She's good in everything she's in. Pretty much. I just don't have any interest in seeing the movie, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a child of the '80s. Yeah. Like, I I love Transformers, and I'm glad there's a good live action movie now. Yeah, I've gone back and watched some of the old episodes, and oh boy! Oh, the the original, <laughs> yeah, the original '80s series has not aged well. Transformers Prime, though, which is a fairly recent uh, animated series, is quite good. But it was one of those things where it's a uh, little too not kid friendly uh so it only got three seasons and <laughs> then they they kind of did a new show that was substantially more geared to kids kids show what do kids watch nowadays i don't even know they don't watch tv they watch youtube sure they watch other people playing video games mm -hmm. when they're not playing fortnite themselves right with their friends until the wee hours of the night those kids i don't know man I guess. Well, first of all, what's news, Craig? But secondly, I guess kids don't have bedtimes anymore, is what I was going to say. <laughs> a while back, we all knew this was <laughs> this was happening. Here's here's the thing. Genevieve Scarano of uh reported on geek.com that Marvel's axed Netflix shows could be revived by Disney. Of course they How will long be. did it take to write this article after every single geek on the internet, the moment, which was the first one that got dumped, Iron Fist? I believe so, yeah. When Iron Fist got, got canceled, they said, oh, that's just Disney taking their properties back, because Disney's going to do a streaming service. Oh. And then Jessica Jones got canceled, and then Daredevil got canceled, and then um, uh, 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 the Defenders, you know, they, they canceled them all. They're... All, all those, all four of the shows plus the Defenders, yeah. the combo show of the four of them, are all done on Netflix. Wow. They have their final seasons. Well, I thought there Jessica might be one more. There Je might be one more. Coming. I think Jessica Jones is still getting season three on Netflix, and... but the contracts have not been extended. Yeah. All, there's a finite lifespan yeah. to these and things. Ba basically, the only ones that are still getting anything is I believe Jessica Jones is still getting season three, and Punisher is getting a season two. Okay, so. And then, yeah, they're just, they're going to, Disney's going to go, okay, Netflix, Netflix, couple seasons, and then yunk, 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 plop over here into the Disney streaming thing. Ticka, ticka, do, dooba, dooba, da. You heard exactly what I said. 
Though, and, and just slam it all back into yeah. the Disney thing, and and you know they may there might be some of them that they don't revive, but some of them they probably yeah. will continue with. Well, and, the, and the, bring them onto their platform, and it's like now it's like yeah. people are reporting it's like oh Disney might be putting this in really because like seconds after Iron Fist was canceled, yeah. the the internet was awash with people saying oh Disney's just is, get, is this getting is this ready an to, example of, to of, launch their 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 service of time seeming to go by quicker or. Am I wrong in thinking that Disney announced this streaming service thing like three years ago? Well, and that's the thing. I, I've <laughs> I'm not sure. It seems so, like it's been forever. So, so without there, there is a discussion forum I'm a regular on in which one of the dudes is a writer in the film industry, and he was saying that uh, apparently one of the rumors running around now is when Disney kind of did market testing on their own streaming service. It didn't go terribly well, so now they might be actually having two separate streaming services, one of which will basically be Hulu, which they have a controlling stake in now, and then like the kid-focused one that they want all the parents to spend a lot of money to subscribe to for their kids. Sure. Because why not? The... Why not split it? Split up the content so that you can charge people twice? <laughs> yeah, that's how, how capitalism works, my friend. You don't get all of your stuff. Yeah. Like, I need milk and bread. Do I get that package together for one low, low price? No. <laughs> I paid for my milk and bread separately. No, this they're, is they're just, each priced individually. This is the streaming services realizing, hey, now that everyone's quit cable and we've got them on streaming services, we can we can, we can slowly take them back to having to pick their chant, you know, to having all their channels. And of course, the you ca- want to watch all your stuff. You need all you know, need you need these twenty channels. Yeah, and, and you have to and pay a, five bucks for yeah. each of them. And oh, now you're paying what you were before with cable. Well, yeah. and of course, the <laughs> thing about that is now that the the streaming landscape has fragmented so badly. There was a recent article I saw about uh, piracy is back on the rise oh, yeah. as people aren't playing that basically. Yeah, and and admittedly as well, there's like when you had the cable thing, it's like okay, you're you're forced to pay this big price and get all these channels that you're not going to watch. If they, if you cut the cord and you go to streaming stuff and you have to subscribe to all these different streaming services to get all the things you want. Okay. Now all of a sudden your price, your, your cost keeps going up and up as you subscribe to more and yep. more, but at least you can go a la carte and say, okay, you know what? I'm just not going to get that one. Yeah. I'm just not going to watch the stuff that's on that thing. I'm just, that's what I'm willing to give up. You know, how much are you, what are you willing to give up to keep your price under control? Sure. I've done that. We've ta- talked about it on the show. I don't CBS shows gone. Yep. There's nothing on TV. Yeah, I'd much. love to watch the new Star Trek, but I'm not paying for CBS nope. alone. No, at this point, I basically have Netflix. I have Amazon Prime, which I don't count since that's not the reason I pay for Amazon Prime. It, it's you know for the shipping stuff, and I have a one anime specific one, uh, Funimation, and. I have Chikara for wrestling because that is a wrestling promotion I've gotten very into. <laughs> yeah, so you pick pick and choose the ones you want. And there's all sorts of little ones too. You know, you can be like, you know, if you're a horror movie person, Shudder costs like four bucks or five bucks or whatever it is. You can get a billion horror movies. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's one for old people who watch PBS. <laughs> is, I forget it called what that's PBS? called. <laughs> it's free. You just have to install the app. No. <laughs> Or it's all, it's like a, it's British TV, but it's like the kind of stuff you would see on well, It's all on the master, masterpiece theater. That kind of, kind of thing, that, yeah. that, that type of yeah, stuff. Sure. It's not like Doctor Who or any of the good stuff. It's on <laughs> BBC America. Yeah, so, you know, you just have to pick and choose. That's Marvel. Anybody else got news? Remember the, the supermoon? The blue supermoon? Was it bloody blue and a supermoon? Sure. We we talked about well when when's the next one of these happening? Oh, probably not for like 120 years, right? These are super rare. No, no, it's this weekend. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> well, it's not, su- it's Sunday. That's not terribly rare. Let's see, it's the uh, I had I put it in the calendar, so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> Good for you. This is the uh, it's a super bloody lunar eclipse. <laughs> Overnight from uh, Sunday, January 20th into Monday, January 21st, millions of people in North and South America will have a prime view of a total lunar eclipse. Uh, The moon will become fully tinted with the red-orange color of sunset, making it bloody. 
It's not blue though, because that that that's the second full moon in in a month, right? Yes, that's the blue moon. So this is just bloody and full and ecli- <laughs> and eclipsy. <laughs> the bloody full eclipsy moon. It's like ordering. It's like ordering your hash browns at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Smothered, covered, chunked in country. <laughs> What's country gravy? Oh, okay. <laughs> mm, I've never had gravy. I don't have to go to Waffle that's House. That's the now. expensive one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gravy costs money. It costs real money to put on there. But yeah, for those of you who don't know Waffle House, you get your hash browns and they have like, you know, code words for all these different things you can put on the hash browns. Yeah. And you can just tell them what, the, you know, I want it with cheese and grilled onions and ham. But Or you can say, I want it smothered, covered, and chunked. Because <laughs> <laughs> Waffle House is one of the few places in the country, at least as a, as a chain, that still does old style diner callbacks. Like you place your order with the with the order taker at Waffle House and and they'll 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 holler to oh, the yeah, cook. Oh yeah, they've got their you know, shorthand. You know, pull a bacon, yeah. rack a hash. You yeah, know, and but, just they'll, yeah. they'll give you the the the, and then they'll be like you know, and they'll be like you know, hash brown, smothered, covered, chunked, and capped. They'll they'll rattle off that kind of stuff. That doesn't you don't see that in that was that was a thing you know for many years, fifties sixties. Did they do that on Alice? Uh, I don't think they ever did it quite like that on Alice, no. the TV show. It was they before just, that. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was pre that. But well, that would just confuse people on a TV show because you're supposed to be paying attention to understand yeah. what's going on in the story. It's like, what did Flo just say? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough to understand her her accent. Now we're going to start have her spewing these nonsense words for orders. Yeah, the last uh, that last, I think it was the blue, the bloody blue full moon with an eclipse was in July of last year. Uh, next one won't be until May of 2021. So get your bloody super full moon eclipse jollies on this one. <laughs> it's going to be more than two years until the next one. Oh boy. What else you got? Oh, back at Christmas time, I've been sitting on this one, but it's fun. Um, I, I commented on there's an inflatable outside of your outside of the studio here there's a there's an inflatable or there was you know during christmas oh there was, yeah, yeah somebody yeah, has yeah. this a neighbor had a sure. lone sad inflatable that is just sitting there and over by where i live there's a person who lives on the corner that they've put like a new inflatable up every year that i've lived there and they started with like six or seven okay so you can't even see the house i mean it's like just a wall of inflatable wow. christmas front yard stuff. is completely full and it's yeah, and it's holiday. It's holiday tastic. It's all sorts of Christmassy stuff. And there's like there's even like a Hanukkah bear with the dreidel and the blue little blue hat and the blue shirt. And there's like just a bunch of stuff. There's a, there's a menorah, a big inflatable menorah. Is there is there I'm an sure inflatable if... Festivus pole? <laughs> I I should go ask them if they would like a <laughs> just like a light gray <laughs> tall skinny cylinder, cylinder sure. <laughs> with with no adornment. Well, what I... what it should be? No, no, no. What it should be is they should get like the big. Uh, you know what's the thing called? The uh, we've talked about them before. The the they've got the fan in the bottom, and it's just it's the, oh, you know, the yeah. guy outside it's, the it's car the... dealership that just sure whoo, sure just the... flying. But it's just gray, no face, no, no arms. arms, just gray that just goes yeah. <laughs> up in the air. That's your Festivus bowl. But anyway, um, there was uh, out in uh, uh, Brook, Brookings, Oregon. It got uh, filmed when it was happening. And uh, they, the people referred to it there as the quote-unquote war on Christmas, where there were two Frosty the Snowmen, you know, Frosty uh, Snowmen uh, 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 style inflatables, really big ones that were right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And they were uh, they were not inf- inflating per- fully and properly. <laughs> um, and it was really, really windy. So it looked like they were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> And like upright fighting and just bashing against and then, each other, and then, and then falling they would over fall, together. They would fall over, and the ones just like wham, 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 wham. So, so the wind made it better in this case, basically. Yes, the wind actually improved yeah. Christmas. Is there video of this? There is video. You can find it. We'll link to it um, from back in Christmas time when yeah, it was just these big inflatable snowmen that were just just going at it, duking it out. <laughs> Fighting snowmen. <laughs> and in this corner, weighing five pounds. Because <laughs> it's just it's just a thing of you know, a big sheath of plastic filled with weighing, air. Weighing five pounds, fully inflated. <laughs> Frosty. <sighs> yeah. What's the other snowman called? Is there another named snowman? <laughs> That's a good question. In the holiday lore. Yeah. 
actually not that I'm aware of. Because there's more than there are multiple Frosty cartoons. Sure. Is there ever a does Frosty ever have a wife? Is there ever a uh, Mrs. Frosty? I think there is. I think yeah. Where I she think, wears like a bonnet or something. There would, or? Yeah, there was like I, a Frosty uh, 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 Rudolph crossover. Yeah, there was like an animated thing that his family had a was there like Frosty. a hat with a flower in it or something that she wore that brought her to life instead of the old yes, top hat. Yeah, they she found? had a flowered hat. Yeah, yeah. something yeah, like now, that. Now That's... that you say that, that all sounds very familiar. Now, actually. now the question is this: Crystal. Her name is Crystal. I was gonna say, did this really happen, or or is, is this, this a, a shared a, memory that a Mangala effect? Um, what? A Mangala effect. A Mangala? Yeah. No. Mangala, the, the Nazi doctor? Yeah. Mandel- the Joseph, Mandela? Joseph Mangala effect. A Mandela effect? Mandela. Mandela effect is, I think, what you're the looking Mandela for. The Mandela effect, Mike. No, it's the Mangala effect. No, it's no, not. it isn't. You're trying to make me think it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's what they did in the X-Files episode. Right. No, the Mandela effect. It's the Mandela effect. Yeah. No, so there was. Okay, Crystal. Yep. Her name was. Okay. Yep. As in snow crystals. I guess. Like, uh, as in snowflakes. Snowflakes are crystalline. Okay, that's I cool. If they're, fine. What are their kids' names? <laughs> Huey, Fl- Dewey, and Flake Louie. has to be one of them. Flake. He's like the Fredo of the, s- the snowman <laughs> family. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. Not like they say. <laughs> Did not expect a Godfather reference out of that. <laughs> well, when I get when I get like you know, okay, flake because flake you know sounds flaky like bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, hang as on, as hang soon on, as I think on, bad, bad on. sibling, that's where it goes. It Here goes go. bad sibling immediately goes to Kurt or to Fredo. Kurt, <laughs> my brother. Oh, <laughs> like I mean, what Kurt did you think? <laughs> he's, he's trying. To I think was assuming he wasn't Kurt's. talking about his own Kurt. <laughs> No, but yeah, I I, I, I default to uh, Fredo when I think of bad siblings. Yeah. Frosty's Winter Wonderland from okay. 1976. Frosty becomes sad and lonely at the end of each day when the children go home for the night, making him cry for the first time. To cheer him up, the kids with his help build a snow wife the next day. Uh, suggested names for her are Cleopatra, Cornflakes, Cornflakes. That sounds like Ermintrude, <laughs> and Minnie Ha Ha. Mini ha ha. Did they write this in Minnesota? I don't know what to tell uh, you. But they end up uh, naming her Crystal. But she is not alive like how he is. So they put a horse's bonnet on her head. That doesn't work. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how she comes alive. But they have kids. <laughs> and how does that happen? Well, is, this, is, this, is this a teachable moment? They, for they, the kids, they, they, I, I they grab. Say, e- do, you, do you really want to think about that too deeply? They they grab each other in that in the area right in the middle in the front between the second and and the and the third <laughs> the third big snowball big snowball and they just <laughs> grab a chunk and they make a snowball out of that and then they put the two snowballs together and that's a kid. Sure, right? <laughs> that makes a, sense. A couple of pieces of gravel for eyes. Why not? And, and then when they want them to grow up, they just roll them down a hill. <laughs> There must be another another one after this that where they have kids. I don't see. Kids okay, moving kids. along. Moving so along. anyway, it's not Christmas anymore. <laughs> um, hey, uh, any of you um, experience uh, any repetitive stress injuries, carpal tunnel syndrome, wrist problems? We all use computers for our jobs, right? I've managed to uh, stay away from that thus far by being on the ergonomic keyboard and mouse yeah. and all that stuff for a very long time you have an ergonomic mouse i've had an i've I, well it's not an ergonomic mouse specifically but i don't i don't i don't run into the problems at the mouse i've that's just i don't get my wrist doesn't hurt from that but i i went to an ergonomic keyboard 18 years ago yeah you always bring it with you or yeah. have them buy you one no i always i bring, bring my own with you i buy uh, when i start working at a new place i buy i bring my keyboard with me or i buy a new one or whatever yeah josh and I mean, I, I haven't gone the full ergonomic route, but just in general, I've been fortunate not to have those problems. I've got a tendonitis in my right hand and wrist and forearm. And so I have a, I have what they call a vertical mouse. You hold it like mm-hmm. it's not fully 90 degrees, but it's like 75. Right. Like um, yeah, there's a new, uh, there's a new condition, a new wrist condition. Uh-oh. You, you've heard about, like, text thumb? Like, people were getting text thumb from hitting... 
they're you know, having their, the buttons their on their phone. Yeah. So now there's um something called selfie wrist. Selfie wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Levi Harrison, an orthopedic surgeon in. Jeez. <sighs> guess where? Guess where he is. San Francisco. Los Angeles, California. I, I figured California. West I just wasn't Coast. sure. Yeah, yeah. Says he's seeing an increase in selfie wrist. <laughs> Patients complaining of pain in their wrists and tingling in their fingers as a result of hyperflexing when taking selfies. Uh, it's a form of carpal tunnel because what happens again is this hyperflexion of the wrist appears to cause median nerve neuritis, which basically is the nerve becomes inflamed and angry. <laughs> I'm a nerve. <laughs> yeah, so there's, um, I don't know, uh, there's a better way to, uh, oh, candy crushed thumb, that's what they ended up calling <laughs> Jeez. that. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Ruptured tendons, good lord, that's the candy crushed thumb. You can rupture tendons from playing candy crush? A 29-year-old mm, man... I'm going to have to rethink my video, my, my phone video <laughs> yeah. game. 29-year-old man in San Diego. Situation, jeez. Ruptured a tendon and playing Candy Crush for all day for six to eight weeks. Oh, well, there's your problem. Yeah. Well, there's your problem right there, Mike. Everything in moderation, people. <laughs> Including moderation itself. <laughs> Wait, yes. It means you get to splurge once in a while. That's right, yeah. You want to go have a big dinner now and then? Go for it. Or every day during the holidays? Yes. <laughs> yeah, more or less. That's kind of a yearly splurge. Sure. Sure. Yep. So watch out. Um, le- learn how to hold your phone and do exercises to relieve that selfie wrist inflammation. Or get a selfie stick. Sure. That they don't, they don't, uh, that's odd. You'd, you'd think they'd recommend that, but. No, he wants you to get physical therapy so that his his buddy who runs the physical therapy clinic can make some money off you. That's it for my news. I don't know that I have uh, news news, but I thought I'd throw these out there. We did bring up Mandela. When you you brought up the uh, Mandela effect thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh Um, Did you think of something? Well, no, no. Here's um, Josh. uh, That's the the, uh, perceived memory of everybody thinking... Everybody thinks Nelson Mandela died in perceived memory that's not real in yeah. the 80s in prison when actually he died what 2000 what 2013 yeah. after having been out of prison for 23 years <laughs> yeah. um, but everybody somehow thinks that he died um, and so having that weird shared memory of something that didn't happen that's the Mandela effect so I went looking for other effects named and I speci- I, des- I decided this is a specific list of ones that are named after people people effects <laughs> yes. different other other people Besides Nelson Mandela effects. Are you familiar with the Thatcher effect? Uh, no, but I'm assuming this is Margaret Thatcher. Named after Margaret Thatcher, specifically because of a particular um, photoshopped photo of her that uh, circulated. With a turkey leg? Circulated, no. <laughs> the turkey leg. Like Henry VIII. <laughs> circulated on the internet at one point, um, which uh, the Thatcher effect is uh, <clears throat> a phenomenon where it becomes more difficult to detect local feature changes in an upside down face despite identical changes being obvious in an upright face. So what they did was somebody photoshopped Margaret Thatcher's mouth to have her teeth doing something weird. Yeah, and then flipped it upside down. And then down. flipped the photo upside down, and, and nobody you, could tell that her tell. teeth were weird unless you were looking at the photo right side up. Because so is, we are used to looking at a face a certain way, we can't identify oddities like that. So this is, this is some type of uh, when, optical when, illusion. Not an optical illusion. It's just you don't you don't notice it, okay? Because you're used to looking at a face right side up. So if you took the face, you've seen like every so often. I think you've seen like the one where they have the face of a person smiling, and then next to it is a photo is that same face flipped upside down. But then the smile is also flipped upside down. So it actually looks if you were to look yeah, at it, sure. it looks like a weird frown, like a frown that yeah, you can't yeah, actually yeah. make. But it looks normal when you're looking at it because you're not used to. You you see all the individual features, but you can't tell that yeah. something's out of whack. Your brain's just like, that's fine. Because you're not used to looking at faces upside down. <laughs> that's the Thatcher effect. There's the Cinderella effect, which is the phenomenon of higher incidence of different forms, forms of child abuse and mistreat, mistreatments by step-parents than by biological parents. The sheer fact that, you know, Cinderella was basically... <laughs> Um, physically and emotionally yeah. abused by her evil stepmother 
um, and her two her, her two stepsisters. Yeah. That's actually like you know that that sort of abusive thing. They're like they base that in real life. That happens more. The step parent. There's a higher incidence of abuse by step parents than by um, actual parents um, per capita, so to say, mm-hmm. you know, on a percentage basis. Um, evolutionary sci- psychologists believe the effect is a byproduct of a bias toward your own kin. And therefore, you know, since you're not that child's biological parent, you are more likely to be abusive should the, uh, you know, should the impetus be come into play. Whereas with a child who is your own, you may, you will are less likely to actually abuse them. Then it's just, and it's, it all comes down to whether or not the person's a piece of shit or not, <laughs> really. But just from like a, 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 a standpoint of like, you know, psychologically, it's more likely for that to happen. With yeah, because I knew parent. I knew it was a common thread in fiction. I didn't know how much that was based yeah, on the reality. Real, it's real life. It really is. Um, and then there's the Coolidge effect, which is great. <laughs> I love the Coolidge effect. It is a biological phenomenon seen in animals whereby males exhibit renewed sexual interest whenever a new female is introduced to have sex with, even after cessation of sex with the prior but still available sexual partner. So the married couple yeah, is yeah. together. They have sex, they have sex, and then it just kind of dwindles off and they don't be, they're not no longer interested in each other. But then all of a sudden the guy has access or the opportunity or actually either one. Um, it, I guess this one specifically talks, uh, speaks to males. Male has access or opportunity to have um, sex with a different woman. And suddenly his sex drive is back. Yeah. Um, and it's named Ooh. after Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> One would assume. Um, Yeah. The uh, origin of the term is an old joke about Calvin Coolidge when he was president. The president and Mrs. Coolidge were being shown separately around an experimental government farm. When Mrs. Coolidge came to the chicken yard, she noticed that a rooster was mating frequently. She asked the attendant how often that happened and was told dozens of times each day. Mrs. Coolidge said, tell that to the president when he comes by. (laughs) (laughs) Upon being told, the president asked, same hen every time? <laughs> the, pri- the reply was, oh no, Mr. President, a different hen every time. President said that. The president then said that, tell please that tell that to Mrs. Mrs. Coolidge. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, what the exact exchange was, whether that oh, is yeah, entirely hairs, that could, be, up, that yeah. could be complete hairs, uh, hearsay anyway, but that's where the story, that's the I, story that I, generates the... I want to believe it's real, Craig. <laughs> Gonna hold on to that in my heart that that is real. Um, yeah, so there you go. I just thought we would we would share some other effects, specifically other effects. these ones. There's a very, very long, long list, list I of found. Effects. We might return to some of them at some point. They're interesting. These are specifically ones that are named after people, so stuck with that. What else we got? Anything? Where are we going? I think that's uh, it for news, Josh. Did you want to talk What's about what's happening in the world of video a game, games? There's a movie. Yep. Um, there was and other stuff. What do you want and to talk stuff. about? Just kind of news adjacent. Uh, at the beginning of <laughs> December, they they held the Game Awards, which is a big industry shindig. Gives out awards. No one really cares about the awards. Every, <laughs> I, I, m- most people, hey, 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 award shows. Hey, every award show out there. Yeah. No one really cares about yeah. the awards. No, accurate. <laughs> no, the, 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 the big draw is the new stuff that is revealed in, over the course of the award show. Um, so, so this year, the one I'm personally most excited about, there is a developer called Obsidian Entertainment who, amongst other things, uh, that they... Obsidian Entertainment has a lot of the people involved with the creation of the Fallout series of RPGs. And um, they also made what is widely considered the best of the Fallout games, New Vegas, where they were only given uh, 18 months to make it. (laughs) And And this was in the age of like full 3D type stuff okay uh so they they there was an announcement of a new game they are working on called the outer worlds which is like and set in outer space rpg uh very colorful very like the it's just like a two minute trailer that it's hard to get a great idea of what's going on there but just based on their pedigree and it it looks very interesting it's 
it, given that they made a really good game with just 18 months, like this is something they've apparently been working on a while and they still have a while before it comes out. So hopefully that means they can make it amazing. Maybe Sometime I'll... in 2019. Yeah. Don't know exactly when though. Yeah, they, they a lot of the newly announced stuff at the Game Awards was just like it's coming out in 2019 or 2020, but you know, no, no real nailing down of precisely when. Why would those you? Years. Hey, hey, we got what, eleven and a half months. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> or twenty three and a half in the case of twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of one of the more surprising announcements was. Um, so so early in December, the new Super Smash Brothers fighting game came out, which is, you know, the big fighting game with all the Nintendo characters, which Smash Ultimate's whole deal is every character that has ever been in a Smash game is in it. So that's like 70-something characters. Is this one of those games that people will mod and put their own stuff in there, too? Can you do that sort of thing? It, it's hard to do since it's console only. Uh, you do see a lot of that with, like, PC fighting games especially. Mm. Okay, um, people out there who, who who can manage to do it with a console kind of thing, um, I want to see the two snowmen <laughs> inflatables, <laughs> mostly inflated. I mean, honestly, you just could beating the crap out of each you other. You could probably do that with uh, Soul Caliber Sixes, which is another recent fighting game. Uh, their create a fighter mode. There you go. But uh, it, o- it only has one move, you know, and it's just a wha-pam where it just <laughs> falls over on the other snowman. Yeah. But uh, keep pressing the one button. <laughs> but so Smash Ultimate is uh, it, it also they they announced a while back that there is a season pass and that there will be downloadable fighters released down the line. And they announced the first one, which turned out to be the protagonist uh, codenamed Joker from uh, Persona 5, which is a very popular uh, RPG on the PlayStation 4. Like, it's kind of interesting because the Persona games, the Persona games are a spinoff of another RPG series, and the spinoff series has always been on Sony. Uh, The main series has been on Nintendo hardware, so it's just kind of, it's a very cool character, and it's cool to see him in Smash, but it's... And apparently, like, part of the connection there is the the guy who voices Joker also uh, voices the Smash announcer for the, the recent Smash games, including the current one. Is Wrecked Ralph in Smash? No. <laughs> Should he be? Can they work a license out for that? Because, you know, Wreck-It, Wreck-It, Ralph, Ralph broke the internet. Ralph went out there and yeah. saw all these other video game creations yeah. in, in both movies. Yeah. They, they And they've got a video game where you can fight. <laughs> it was all these yeah. different characters. Can yeah, they, can they bring a movie character into that? I mean, I don't see why they couldn't if they can work they it out with the rights the holders. Yeah. Um, and no one. And uh, there was an interview after that reveal with uh, Reggie Fizami, who's the the head of Nintendo of America, and he was saying that it was indicative of what they're going to do with the downloadable fighters. Like they're going to be people you would never expect to see in Smash. So, <laughs> so everyone's kind of taking that to mean like guest characters from other companies. So like Mr. T shows up. <laughs> Maybe not like quite. Ro- so- Rocky Three, Mr. T. Oh boy. <laughs> no, not that. That just kind of reminds me. I still need to see Creed too. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna be. Uh, Stallone's calling it quits for that character after Creed Two, isn't he? That's well, I mean, I Creed Two's already come out, but yeah, he did say he said, he said that's that, it. That, that was the end. He he said that Rocky's, was his swan Rocky's, song for Rocky's that series. Done. Rocky uh, Rocky Balboa is done. We've seen every movie that Rocky Balboa is going to be in until they reboot this the series in five years with somebody else. <laughs> Does he have a kid who acts? Stallone? I don't know. He's not one of those celebrities that I've ever really, you know, kept up on like the kids. Like he's he doesn't if he does have a if he does have kids that act, he doesn't have kids that act that go out and do crazy ass stuff that, that, that gets them in the news all yeah. the time. Well, and they so don't I just don't know about them. Yeah, and I, I guess maybe don't bank on his name because he Yeah, that's true. There's he, he, some kids some some, sometimes the the kid of the celebrity doesn't. He he's always been one of those guys mm. who seemed more private about his mm. uh, his True. private life. So maybe that's maybe that's what's going on there. Has may, maybe it's a uh, a Joe Hill Stephen King situation. Has sure. J- Joe Hill 
like refused to acknowledge he was King's kid for a long time as he wanted to make it on his own merits. Yep. It was Joe Hill. Stephen King's son. Stephen King's son, who is a very... <laughs> no, I got that part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weren't you paying attention, Mike? Yeah. He, just, he just described the whole yeah. situation to you. He, he is a very good comic writer. Uh, oh, okay, okay. He uh, wanted to make it in he, as a writer without... Without the, banking the on his... The, yeah. yeah. Um, like speak, he's an actor. I haven't seen him anything yeah. he's in. So. Sp- speaking of reboots, they... There's no actor named Joe Hill. you got to have a better name than that if you're going to be an actor. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of reboots, there's uh, Mortal Kombat 11 got announced at the Mortal Game Awards, Kombat. which actually did uh, Mortal Kombat 9 started. They rebooted it, but it's also kind of a continuation. Like, so, so for people who don't know, the opening to MK9, like the Earth's been invaded. All the defenders of Earth are dead or dying. And... Raiden, who's kind of like a, a thunder god of Earth, uh, sends a message back to his past self during the era of the very first Mortal Kombat game. So that's <laughs> how they reboot the series, is how the timeline changes based on this new information like old, old Raiden had in the timeline of the first game. And so they've carried forth from there. And uh, the the implication of the trailer. So they just pulled the days of future past. Little bit, <laughs> but but the... Professor X and the uh, yeah. the X Men being hunted and dying off every at the yeah. end are going to go get the younger versions of themselves yeah. to save the day. But the the implication of the trailer is kind of like there's finally going to be consequences for Raiden's time shenanigans. So. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize those were so heavy with story. They really weren't. Nine was the one who uh, Mortal Kombat Nine uh, was Nether Realm, who's the developer of the Mortal Kombat games. Nether Realm sounds dirty. Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> they they kind of set a standard for how fighting games do stories with that game, and so a lot of people since have kind of mimicked what they do story wise. So I mean, they, they, they're they're kind of the series that made story in fighting games a thing. I'm gonna get some penicillin. My Nether Realm is on fire. <laughs> Sorry, I mean to derail you, but that's a great that's a great term. I'm going to use that in a game sometime. No, no, no. <laughs> when when uh, when Frosty and Crystal go to go to make a go to make a little a little snow child, they they reach into their nether realm, <laughs> right? <laughs> between the uh, bottom and middle giant snowballs. <laughs> when a mommy snow person and a daddy snow person love each other very much, they press nether, nether realms, realms together. together. Maybe that's what those uh, inflatable snowmen were doing they were having they weren't wrestling they were having sex just kind of taking it to the gaming side of things like that that phrase that two word phrase is one of those things that as a gm you'd come up with the with calling the realm you know the dark realm or whatever call it the nether realm and that's in your head that's you're thinking it's like oh it's gonna be creepy and eerie and everything you say it out loud in front of other people you say it out loud for the first time in front of the players if you spent all this time developing it and somebody makes a joke like i just made and that's it it's done yeah i've had those what happened to you is that that... not that specific (laughs) phrase but i've had that type of moment where i've come up with the name for something and then I put, I throw it out there and somebody immediately makes a joke about it or puns it or or twists one of the words into a slightly you know a different but related sure. word and it's all of a sudden it's just shot it's like oh well great all I'll, I'll say about My big bad evil guy yeah. is no longer sounds yeah. big bad and evil he sounds like a clown yeah <laughs> all, all I'll say to that it happens all I'll say to that and Craig was there for this one is evil backdoor <laughs> yeah Ooh. and somebody said made a comment about the evil backdoor and <laughs> Yeah, it was no longer threatening. <laughs> no, not really. And and we we have never let him forget that moment. Yeah. Oh, I need need to get some some medicated pads. My my evil back door is on fire. Right. How's, how's your nether realm doing? I never nether realm's great. And we, I ate a, ate a bunch of hot wings last night though. My evil back door. That, that, then of course that, that, stop burning that, then of course same DM there was the infamous scroll suppository slip up <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to be repository <laughs> but he went for the alliteration instead <laughs> it came out scroll suppository awesome <laughs> alright that- Marty I need you to take this scroll and put it way up your butt all the way up in there all the way Oh gee, gee, gee Rick, Rick, I don't know if I can do that. Rick, is that a is is that a medicated scroll suppository? Because my my evil back door is just burning like crazy right now. Evil back door. 
<sighs> oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, um, and <laughs> what else? Another another announcement from a series that I think everyone uh, assumed was dead is apparently Nintendo has funded and is publishing on the Switch uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. The Marvel Ultimate Alliance games are, you know, kind of action RPGs that are just, they'll come up with some excuse for a bunch of heroes and sometimes villains to work together. Sure. Against like a Loki or an Ultron or something like that, and uh, but the the second one didn't do fantastic, and so the series was shelved. And then apparently now they're doing kind of one that kind of follows from the the cinematic universe, like Thanos is the big bad of it, and it's a lot of the cinematic universe heroes. And it's it's going to be exclusive to the Switch, and it's developed by Team Ninja, who's a, a very good action game developer. Like, that's what they're known for. They they made the all the 3D Ninja Gaiden games, which uh, are, are, you know, kind of great examples of 3D action game kind of genre. So how do we know Team Ninja did all these things? Because nobody saw them do it, yeah. right? Yeah, that's no question. It, 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 it happened too fast. Not very good ninjas in the dark. Yeah, no, they're not. Know that we. They're 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 not very <laughs> quiet about their accomplishments. <laughs> they're they're not very quiet, except for ninja their... in name only. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah they... sure they wear the outfits, but <laughs> they're they're not trained. That they, they are very quiet about the Metroid game they developed, because no one remembers that one fondly. <laughs> so is it Thanos or Thanos? Or Thanos. Wait, which one was it? I I've pronounced it Thanos. I've always heard it as Thanos. Yeah. So is it Thanos or Thanos? Was that was that James that pronounced it all weird? I don't remember. It might have been yeah. Because I heard. Well, I, see, because he pro- he grew up reading, reading the comics, it, so, he, and so he made he up the pronunciation himself. What he wanted it to be, yeah. right? Except that I I recently heard somebody call it Thanos. Sure, well, I'm sure some people do. Somebody else. Now I don't know what to say. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've had that problem where I hear something pronounced for the first time that I've always just read. Yeah, the only thing I'm sure of right now is that it's manga, not manga. <laughs> that one I learned. Maybe you, speaking of ninjas, i throw this out there. How many people have heard of Ninja Burger? Have you ordered Ninja Burger? Delivery starting at only ninety nine ninety nine. What? <laughs> Your burger gets delivered by an actual ninja? Yeah, well, you, you wouldn't know that it did, other than the fact that you placed the order. <laughs> or that it didn't. But it's like you place the order for a ninja, ninja burger, and then you turn around, and there's And there's food. a burger. Like, yeah. immediately? <laughs> Probably. How good is the burger? Fast, fresh, and deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Not... What is this from? <laughs> NinjaBurger.com. No, come on. NinjaBurger.com. No. Experience the ninja, burger, the ninja Burger difference. Is that available in Atlanta? Like Grubhub or uh, sure. DoorDash. Sure, why not? <laughs> you wanted tacos, you said. You could you could just get DoorDash or Grubhub or, or uh, Uber Eats to deliver you actual Taco <laughs> Bell. Or if you didn't want Taco Bell, you could get actual tacos from a Mexican restaurant. You can also get the RPG. You don't have to make your own. <laughs> there's, there's an RPG as well. I've, I've never gotten around to playing it. For, for Ninja Burger, Ninja Burger, you can be that's the and you you are Ninja delivery people. <laughs> that's the whole. That's what the <laughs> game is about. You go to sure. missions to deliver your fast food. Um, so ninja, that's Ninja style, and you have to and you so have that, to you ultimately you know often end up going against is it Samurai Dog or Samurai Burger? There's like a Samurai that's <laughs> that's your rivals. <laughs> samurai Chain, Samurai Pizza, Samurai something. Oh, it it would be it it would be pizza, right? Because they're they've got the sword. So you can you, be a ninja. You gotta give them something that they can cut into multiple pieces. You can be a ninja driver, a chef, a deliverator. <laughs> so this is the, just the the website is the game. It's for the game. Well, the website the website existed before the game. This is not oh, the website's been around for a long time. But it's it was a just joke. A, it was a joke website. Okay. I can't just... actually get a burger delivered immediately for a hundred dollars <laughs> because I might try that. Ninety nine, to... ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here it is the Ninja Burger Honorable Employee Handbook. <laughs> oh, Honorable Employee. 
Ninja Burger history, basic training, cooking class, dispatch and delivery, employee guidelines, including salary and benefits and health coverage. <laughs> health coverage, like, I think, would have to be really good. Well, to cover your burial, I think that's part <laughs> of it at least. <laughs> Should uh, something go something go wrong. Is there like a, a ceremonial pyre? <laughs> some, I'm sure there's some sort of ceremony. They, yeah. they pay 50% of the cost anyway, of the funeral pyre. Were you pyre. familiar with Ninja Burger? Had you ever heard? I, I've heard of it before, but it, it was never, like, I was aware of its existence, but it was never something I delved into too deeply. I kind of want to, I kind of want to pick up a copy now. It's like a $5 PDF. It's nothing huge. It's like a hundred pages, small book. I'm sure, I'm sure it's, you know, really, you know, just, it's, whether the game is playable or not <laughs> remains to be seen. Who knows? There are games out there that people write for humorous content sure. and everything. There's a game called Hole, H-O-L, Human Occupied Landfill. That game is unplayable, but it is so funny. <laughs> it's about when we ran out of places to put our garbage on Earth, we picked this planet out there. and It's the Human Occupied Landfill. <laughs> we just put all our garbage there, including our garbage people. Oh, so it's also a prison. So, it's, so, so, occupied, so you yeah. play characters on that are living on whole, and you're just the worst of the worst people living on this garbage planet. <laughs> <laughs> and it has skills like um, sticking sharp things into soft things that scream and bleed. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nonspecific and covers a lot of different scenarios. <laughs> well, it's pretty. It's a pretty open system. Let me see if I can find some of the other. The whole role-playing game. What were some of the other skills? The stats. Um, operate starships and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> repair <laughs> repair toasters and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> Make someone stop living with your fist. <laughs> um, scathing sar... Oh, it's actually, the skill is called scathing, parentheses. Ooh, big word. <laughs> In parentheses, sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Make everything you say sound more important than the voice of God. I definitely like this game's sense of humor. <laughs> and, and one of my favorite skills, this, is, this, this might be tied with the making sharp things go through soft things that scream and bleed. There's one that, <laughs> skill that's called that psycho Bruce Lee shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's also killing people with your fist, right? Or ending people's lives with your fist or whatever. I think that's supposed to be like uh, just straight up punching. Um, and then psycho Bruce Lee is the... Uh, on martial arts so it's all the stuff you can do throws and flips and all that stuff too yeah and then they did a they did a supplement book called buttery wholesomeness <laughs> that had a complete chart based character creation system you just rolled on rolled dice on charts and it created your whole character for you and you could die in character creation awesome <laughs> <laughs> unplayable <laughs> but hilarious but a lot of fun to read all righty what about what, what do we got anything else that's, I, I covered the stupid, weird, my stupid, weird games that I segued off of you. Did you have more uh, video game stuff or, or other stuff? Uh, no, that, that was about it. That was of interest to me for the Game Awards, so, which is... Game Awards. Yeah. I, I'm sure there was more, but those were the bits that were of particular interest to me. <laughs> oh, boy. What are we looking at time-wise? Uh, I don't remember when we started. But I think we have fifteen minutes, ten, five, um, five to fifteen minutes left. Did you talk about the spider? No, the uh, I, I mentioned going to see it. Uh, no, went to to see Into the Spider Verse opening weekend, and it actually might be my favorite Spider-Man movie. Period. So this is the whole different Spider-Man kid who's not peter parker yeah the, but becomes bitten got gets bit by a spider and yeah what they comes as spider-man they, they they combine a ton of different <laughs> comic storylines but so is I, this them admitting that they rebooted the actual the regular spider-man too many times that they had to make something else up well, well this the, always did this always exist the, the, this existed that there's okay. a comic storyline in which a bunch of the spider people from other universes end up crossing over uh, in this case, kind of the, what they've made the core of the movie is uh, Miles Morales, who is the Ultimate Universe version of Spider-Man in the comics. It's kind of his origin story, but then you have him crossing over with like the other main Spider-Person, 
is kind of this middle-aged kind of slovenly version of Peter, <laughs> which is actually very in line with how he is in like the current modern, modern comics right now. So, uh, and then you also have uh, uh, Spider. That there's a version of Gwen Stacy that becomes a Spider Hero in one, in one universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's the, she's the one in like the white and black suit with the some of the spider. Yeah, it's got some of the red web. Yeah, costume yeah. bits to it but mostly it's like a white white and black yeah kind of thing. Ba- basically in that universe in the comics uh you know gwen stacy becomes the spider person uh peter is like her best friend but you know kind of becomes obsessed with being a hero himself and turns himself into that universe's version of the lizard <laughs> What about the spider pig guy? Spider ham? Spider ham. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's the thing? I thought you were making a joke. No, no it's not. It's a thing. And, that, you know, and the best thing about spider ham is look up the photo. Um, you know, the, like the, the Spider-Man costume has the, it's like the eyes, but they, 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 they go to a point in the upper right, you know, the upper outside corners. Yeah. You know, like the spider thing, and it kind of goes up to a point. Mm-hmm. And then on spider ham's costume he's got his big pig snout that's sticking out and he's got his two little nostrils sticking there and he's got two little openings yeah. that do the For little the nostrils <laughs> with the yeah. little up to the point I, yeah i see that yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's no, very cute no it's like my, another set of eyes on his snout adorable yeah it's fantastic <laughs> like growing like the bulk of my comic reading was like late 80s early 90s Peter porker <laughs> yeah 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 and near nearly every single spider-man comic had a a spider ham like mini story in it so like i grew <laughs> okay. up with spider ham as being this like significant thing and it's just this cartoony universe with you know animal versions of all the heroes so did the simpsons steal spider pig from spider ham I mean, I'm assuming it was a reference to that. It's probably intended to be kind of an oblique. Like, yeah, we know there's this spider pig, you know, spider ham character who is a pig. We're gonna, we're gonna have like Homer is gonna have spider pig, yeah. spider, spider pig. pig. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I, I imagine that's a, that's a nod. Yeah, and one thing I appreciated about the movie is there were a bunch of little visual references. I don't know how familiar either of you are with these '60s Spider-Man memes. Jeez, <laughs> is that the? Um... That, that, that's where Spider-Man's sitting at a desk with a picture right. of Spider-Man behind him, stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just Spider-Man sitting at a desk, and then he says something funny, or there's a quote. Or, well, well, I mean, th- there's more than just that particular. There's a bunch of them. There was a fun little post-credits thing that is references 60 Spider-Man very heavily. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I heard a lot of people talking about it, that uh, that it's a lot of fun. It is. Like I said, it might be my favorite Spider-Man movie, and it kind of proved that Sony uh, can still do good stuff with the license, so kind of given that, kind of glad they maintained access to it with the deal they made with Marvel. Because it is Sony, like Sony Pictures Animation, I think is the name of the studio. So is this, is this does Sony still have some Marvel stuff? Uh, Sony still has access to elements of the Spider-Man license, which is why they were able to make Venom, and I think they're still planning to do, like, a Black Cat, and maybe, I don't know if the Sinister Six thing has been shelved yet or not, but, but, so yeah, they still have access to specifically Spider-Man, uh, related stuff. What is that it? Is that, uh... That, that's all they have. That's all they've... Um... Yeah, as Fox was the only other one that had Marvel stuff, and with the uh, the acquisition deal between uh, Disney and uh, Fox Entertainment, like Fantastic Four and X Men will be back in house again. Cool. I haven't seen it, but I just learned that the um, the main character in in Venom is played by Tom Hardy. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute, is this a different actor named Tom Hardy? No, no, there's it's, just it's, the one Tom Hardy the Tom I'm aware Har- of. Yeah, it's, so he's an alien because uh, because, because he's a shapeshifter. That, uh, that it, actor, <laughs> <laughs> like he's unrecognizable every time I see him. It, he is one of those actors that can look very different from role to role. That is for sure. <laughs> I had no idea. Like what? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, I I still need to see Venom. That might be something I do with my time on my uh on the break I have going on right now. That's nice. It's nice to have to be able to take a break every once in a while. 
I mean, be, be, being a government employee, my job is driven by government deadlines, which right now is a big old dead zone in all those deadlines. <laughs> so there's just not a ton to do right now. <laughs> Waiting for things to get ramped back up again, huh? Yeah, in the new year, for sure. So um, Sylvester Stallone has five children, three girls, a son who has autism and another son who is dead. And I don't believe that any of them act. Okay. So. I mean, not all actors' kids want to act, so that's, that's fair. I'm like, wow, zero out of five. Well, there's plenty of uh, <laughs> actor families out there where all the kids end up acting that you got to have a balance, right? I suppose. There's going to be some that, you know, they just, the kids never get into it. And you'd never hear about them because they're, not getting into acting they're not yeah, running around hollywood right. doing crazy stuff or anything they're you know you got like some celebrity that has like six kids and those six kids just go off and you know one's a truck driver and one's a doctor and one's a you know just gets married and has kids and one gets uh you know their veterinarian's license but then uh <laughs> decides they don't want to do that anymore so they go back to school and they get some other thing you know just like just yeah. regular people they just one works in a factory or, or the, you know or then you can a lumberjack yeah. or then you can end up with <laughs> uh with oddball situations like with uh paul walker's brother who became his stand-in for some of the fast and the furious stuff and just continued acting after that <laughs> sure you get the twins of the of the acting kid <laughs> like uh, uh um What's his name? Played Xander on Buffy. Um, yeah, that guy. Can't think of the actor's name. He has uh, a twin. Nicholas Brendan. Nicholas Brendan. Brendan. He has a twin who stood in for him to play his doppelganger twin split in an episode of Buffy. Where So they didn't where, have to do... Where, where Xander gets split into two incredibly Xanders. Incredibly expensive at that time special effects. Yeah, they get, Xander got split into two Xanders. He got like one was like like all of Xander's worst qualities mm -hmm. and one was like all of Xander's best qualities. So there's like super suave, confident, really good Xander. And then there was like completely <laughs> lazy lump idiot Xander. <laughs> and of course, then you have a situation of twins where both are actors from the get go, like the Ashmores. Sure. Ashmores. Sean and Aaron. Aaron I think. Yeah. And one of them's more of a movie actor and the other one does a lot of TV stuff. Um, yeah, there's, that's, that'd be a good topic for us on the show at some point down the road. There's like there's a number of I've heard stories here and there of like you find out like this particular actor or actress has a twin who was like, in half the was, stuff you has think been you in, like that has, actor been, has for. been in stuff. Yeah. Well, no, no, not even that. Just has been in stuff. You know, like in bit in, in bit roles so to, to to do like the duplicate thing if they needed to do split you know oh, rather true. than doing split screen stuff or to do stand in stuff or you know just they've had like I've heard I've, there's a story somewhere along that somebody had has a twin and like. One person, like the the actor, needed to do reshoots. And they just needed to be in the scene, and the actor was tied up doing something else. So they just contracted the twin to come in and stand in the scene, sure, for the reshoot of. Just, and I can't remember what it was. Just, just to because, be the warm body in the yeah, room. Yeah, just to just to be in the shot. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite has a twin. Yeah, there's a What's we, look. Name? Look that up. Put that on the list. We'll talk about that sometime down the road. Uh, and of actors, course, actors yeah. with twins. And of course, that just makes me think of uh, not the current Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series, but the the previous one that was fully CG when they introduced. There's a character called Napoleon Bonafrog, <laughs> and he he was voiced by the Napoleon Dynamite actor, and it was just basically Napoleon Dynamite. Sure. Well, if you're going to be that that character, yeah, you might as well just be. <laughs> just the, the 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 frog version in this case or whatever yeah. version of you know <laughs> what was it what was the what was the animal that he drew that he spent the all, liger the liger and he spent all those hours on the shading <laughs> <laughs> spent three hours on the shading Um, oh, whatever the line. I got to go back and watch that movie sometime. It's been a while, but there's something about shading in there somewhere. It's that, that's one. It's been a while. That's one of those movies I've never seen myself, but I know all the references. Yeah. You can't get away from them. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. <laughs> Come on, Tina. <laughs> We've got a thing going. It's pretty serious. <laughs> was it a llama? He was trying to feed lasagna to it. <laughs> Was that what that was? <laughs> there was a llama in it, yeah. yeah. I think so. Gosh, Tina. Gosh, yeah. Okay, anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you should, you should watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it next time you're on. I was about to say, there are just some movies that you know all the references, but you've never seen them yourself. Like Casablanca falls yeah. into that category. I know all the cultural references, but I've never it <laughs> and yeah and probably uh, uh at least one cultural reference that's not even in the movie that, that could be one of those topics too where <laughs> if we do the thing down the road where we like you know name a movie that you that you know inside and out but you've never actually watched the whole thing just because you've absorbed it that happens every I, i'm sure if you think about it every one of you has Nothing's every listener out there the i'm sure you'd come up with something you like there's a movie that you've not seen it yourself you might have seen a clip here and there but you know like the whole story you know all the great quotes I kind of hit, hit that cultural critical mass yeah, where it's, it's, you could not hear about it just because of the people you hang around with and the the, you know, the age we live in you know all that stuff like i could tell you the whole story of et i've never watched the movie really we talked about this on this program, yeah, less than a year Vaguely ago. familiar. So, see, I am of an age where like, I couldn't not see that movie when yeah. it came out. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> I don't, we don't have to rehash that. But yeah. Fair, fair. Um, so, yeah. Does that about do it? I think that wraps her up. Yep. All right. Hey, Josh. Thank you for coming. Thanks for the, having me again. Show. Yes, thank you. And for sharing your video game knowledge and for uh, allowing us to riff on... <laughs> Nether realm. <laughs> That's right. Deeply delve into the nether realm through the evil back door. Okay. <laughs> Again, with us next time on Nerdburger. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And go to nerdburgergames.com to see all about uh, the game stuff that I design and drive through RPG. Dot com to spend your money to buy some of those games should you be so interested. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig don their spider suits and head out to fight crime. No, wait, we're, who's kidding? Who am I kidding? We're not going to fight crime. We're going to go find spider ham and we're going to make some spider bacon out of them so that we can gain the powers of both the spider and, and the, the ham. The ham. And the bacon and the pig. <laughs> After gaining those powers, we will be delicious. <laughs> Wait a minute. The who's somebody's gonna come and eat us to get the powers? <laughs> Maybe. Might be uh, we might be setting off a chain. Uh, that's it, I'm not coming down from my branch. <laughs> I'm gonna stay up here, sleep. Got to come down once a week to poop. Maybe, maybe twice after eating spider ham. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>